What's up, everybody? My name is James York, and this is the B Podcast. The story behind the name B is that I'm a hip-hop head. Comments album B is my favorite album of all time. It's a timeless album about life and stepping into who you really are. And that's what this podcast is all about, to just be. To be you, to be great, to be the best version of yourself. Over the years, I've read hundreds of books and articles on self-help and becoming the best version of myself. I've had over a thousand hours of therapy and coaching, and as I go through this personal journey of becoming my highest self, I want to invite you to join me. Together, we will learn and grow each day, mentally, physically, spiritually, emotionally, and financially, all while showing compassion and empathy to others, and having a little fun along the way. I'm no expert, but if I can learn something new and help you to grow, that's why I intend to do it. Thank you for listening to the Beat Podcast. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you listening to this podcast, whenever time of day it is, man, just want to send healing energy out there to everybody, just want to send love and light out there to everybody, hope your week is going well, um, this is another episode of the Beat Podcast, I'm your host James York, I hope everybody is doing well while listening to this, I appreciate all your support. Everything that's going on right now in the world, you chose to listen to this podcast. So I really appreciate you, you know, tuning in. Um, the podcast is now available on all streaming platforms: Stitcher, Google, Apple Music. Um, we're on everything. Spotify was the first thing that I that I launched on, and we're still on there. So you can literally catch the podcast, listen to it anytime, any place, anywhere, um, as long as you have a smartphone or mobile device. So. Aside from that little commercial and that plug, we can get right into the episode. So this week I'm going to be talking about how to stop being hard on yourself. And a couple of reasons why I chose this is because, A, I'm hard on myself all the time. And I know a lot of people that listen in are as well. And people that are growth mindset, that have the growth mindset, as we talked about last week, um, compared to the fixed mindset, are often hard on themselves. And it's not something that we do intentionally. It's not something that we do um, just to be doing it. But, you know, it happens because we want to pull the best out of ourselves and have the most potential. So I know that's one area that I've always struggled in. It's a weakness of mine. But as my therapist would say, it's also a superpower. So I want to hone in on just the the practice of being um, hard on yourself and the reason why we be hard, why we are hard on ourselves and some things to to take from uh, being hard on ourselves and how we can change that. And I'm struggling with this one reason, um, my personality type. I'm an INFJ and also on the zodiac sign, I'm a Capricorn. So a little bit about INFJ, it's an intuitive, um, uh, it's an intuitive functioning, judgmental, uh, Myers-Briggs, um, personality type so it, I'm an introvert by nature and I look within to get my my results and my my own self-worth and everything like that I look within so with that being said long story short INFJs look deep within to get their answers and we often pull the best out of ourselves because we are the hardest on ourselves same thing with Capricorns. Capricorns are known for being ambitious, for being driven, for being 
um, go-getters. They are people that move up the corporate ladder, so so to say. And one reason why is because they are notorious hard on themselves, harder than they are on themselves than they are to others. They can be very uh, compassionate, very empathetic to others, but to themselves, they're their own worst enemies. In the words of um, you know other Capricorns, so. Those are two things that just by birth nature, why I'm hard on myself. Another reason why I'm hard on myself is because I want to live up to my full potential and leave my mark on this earth. So I'm going to try to do as much as I can. And that a lot of times can lead to burnout. It can lead to overdoing it. It can lead to stress. Um, and I wanted to share five ways that you can stop being hard on yourself. Um, I pulled an article from bustle.com. In a study from Hiroshima University, they found that having a strong sense of responsibility coupled with a coupled with a continually being hard on yourself can lead to obsessive compulsive and generalized anxiety disorder. While some degree of caution or worry is helpful, too much of this behavior can be damaging to your mental health. So there's actually a study, um, and this was by Hiroshima University in Japan that went into people who were hard on themselves and people who kind of just took life easy. And they found that the stress that being hard on yourself caused, it caused mental illness and it also caused um, diseases um, that built up in the form of stress. So, and that could be anything from general anxiety disorder to heart disease to high blood pressure. So being hard on yourself can actually lead you to a um, to an earlier grave, to be honest with you, because you have this voice on the inside of you, you know, and if you're study constantly telling yourself, oh, you're not doing this right or you're not doing that right, it just, it keeps on replaying over and over. Like with a relationship, if someone's telling you, oh, you're not doing this right, you're not taking out the trash, you're not loving me right, you can leave them or you can go take a break. You can't take a break from yourself. So it definitely can lead to depression, anxiety, illnesses um, being led on by just those inner voices, those inner um, critics. And from the article on Bustle, I also found um, a couple of things that I wanted to take away, key points, five key points to be exact. And the article was named 12 Ways to Stop Being So Hard on Yourself. And this really spoke to me because I like to learn, I like to grow, I like to get better at things, but I don't like to fail. So number one is learning to fail. So this is something that I think we all struggle on or with, and we have to learn that failing is okay, that we learn from our mistakes and all the greats have failed or have some form of failure, because at the end of the day, um, failure leads to success. So Bill Gates, he failed when he was developing Microsoft. Steve Jobs, he got fired from Apple. He failed over and over again before he got things right with um, with everything that he did, you know, in his life. If you ever watched his documentary or read his bio, um, he was always failing, but he always had the perseverance to get up and, and keep moving. And he spoke on that in his uh, speech at the Stanford. It's a very famous uh, speech that he gave to the graduating class in Stanford. I think it was 2009, 2010. And he talked about failure and perseverance and getting up and, um, you know, not living your life to just please everybody else but doing what you want to do. Even Einstein, the person that came up with the theory of relativity, um, the 
father of physics, modern physics, or whatever you want to call him. He failed for years trying to find another equation for something else and stumbled upon what we call the uh, theory of relativity. Relati relativity. Ooh, can't say that word. He came up with that theory by making mistakes in other areas. So when you fail, you also learn from those mistakes. It's only a failure if you're not learning from it. So whatever that is, that's mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually, financially, whatever it is, if you're failing and you're not learning from it and you're making those same mistakes, okay, then we have to go back and see what we're doing wrong. But if we're failing and then we're learning from those mistakes, we're correcting the things that we do, then we are actually succeeding in that process because we're learning. Number two is to stop comparing yourself to others. We have this bad in our generation. I'm going to call us out, the millennials. Um, social media came up with our generation. Um, literally, Mark Zuckerberg is a millennial. He came up with Facebook. Um, you know, we, we have MySpace. We have Instagram, Snapchat. You got TikTok. It's so easy to live and breathe social media and to just compare everyone's highlights reels, literally their reels, to our everyday life and our bloopers. Like we're, we're going out, we're living our day-to-day -day lives. We know exactly what's going on with our lives, but we're comparing our normal lives to a person's greatest hits. You know what I'm saying? So we really have to stop comparing ourselves to others. And that, for me, is the first thing to stop doing is to limit the time that I'm spending on social media, to appreciate and show gratitude for the things that I have. Because that leads to self-talk, negative self-talk. It also leads to being hard on yourself because you're like, man, I see such and such over here. He just bought a new Maserati. I'm just using that car because I like Maseratis. He just bought a new Maserati, brand new, straight off the lot. Look at him, he's doing great. And I'm over here, and I'm like, man, I, I can't even afford the, this this Toyota or whatever your car is. Like, you know, nothing wrong with Toyotas. Great cars. They last, like, the longest. But just putting that out there, you know, that's a luxury car compared to a car that's going to get you to, from A to B that's very affordable. You might not be in the same financial situation as they are. And they might be taking on more debt than they should. You never know. But what you only see is this picture, and then you feed into it with your perception. So... We have to stop comparing ourselves to others, man. We we follow celebrities and, you know, we see them get on private jets and we're comparing ourselves to millionaires and they don't show you the work that they're putting in behind the scenes. And we would probably complain if we had to put in all the hours of hard work and the no sleep and, you know, foot, dealing with the hatred that they, that they have. But we're not seeing that and we're comparing that to our everyday lives and, it's okay to be normal. Like I, we should normalize that. We, we we say in our society, let's normalize this normal. Let's normalize being normal again. It's okay to have a normal life. Everyone's not going to be a celebrity. Everybody's, everybody couldn't deal with that type of gift and curse. Seriously. So comparing leads to complaining and complacency. We all should run our own race. So number three. We should start accepting our weaknesses. This is tough because we all have insecurities and weaknesses. As I pointed out, one weakness of mine is being hard on myself. So I'm, I have other weaknesses, you know, I'm self-conscious about my weight. Um, I struggle with relationships. These are things that I look to other people 
for help though. I'm gonna listen to podcasts. Um, I'm gonna go on YouTube. I'm going to have a mentor in these areas so that I can one day be great in those areas. You know, I might not be the best because right now it's a weakness, but I know if I focus on being better than I am, then at least I'm going to get the best out of me in those areas, the best that I can be. And I think that that's something that we need to start accepting about our weakness. Okay, it's a weak point today, but if we do the work and we try to get the best out of ourselves, for whatever this weakness is, then one day this weakness might turn into a strength. Or this weakness might be something that you help other people with or overcome. Like, you can't heal what you don't reveal. That was a Jay-Z line in 444. Like, we have to be able to reveal those weaknesses, those vulnerabilities. And then from that, we can get out of that struggle. And, um, you know, we have to admit it first and then seek out people who've been through it too. You know, everybody has their own struggles and their own things, whatever it might be. If you addicted to gambling, you know, it's people that went through that and they got out of it. If you, you know, if, if you have a drug addiction, it's people that have been addicted to that and got out of it. Whatever your Achilles heel is, you have support. You have people out there that, that can help. Like, look at the AA program. Like, that's one of the best programs in America, one of the biggest communities. And it starts with that one-day chip. Um, you know, I know people who went through the program, and they're still in the program. And what they do is they go through it, they get the help, and then they pull other people up. You know, it's people that have been in there for 10 years, 15 years, still coming back and pulling people who just are a day sober out of out of their, you know, just, just giving them advice. You know, that once was their weakness is now their strength. It's a perfect example. Number four is stop negative self-talking. Again, this is one of those things that's a weakness of mine and one of those things that I have to try to get better at. And I want everyone else to get better at it as well as I go on this journey. Telling yourself you're not good enough, you're not smart enough, you always be alone. These are lies that we tell ourselves, but we need to stop and we need to start encouraging ourselves and say the opposite. I am enough. I am going to find love. I am stronger. I have a wonderful body. I have a wonderful personality. Whatever you're telling yourself that's negative, flip that on this head and replace that with something else, something better. Um, I believe in the law of attraction. You know, whatever you put out there in the universe, you'll get back. And whatever you think, you'll become. So if you think you're the shit, you're going to become the shit eventually. Like, you just have to, you have to really think it. You have to really be it. You have to really walk it. You have to really talk it. I'm not saying go out there and be cocky and, you know, let your ego rule you, but have confidence in yourself. Know that you are beautifully and wonderfully made. Know that you're unique. Know that it's only one of you on this earth, and whatever you were meant to be on this earth and whatever you were destined to be, it'll come out of you. So we have to stop negative self-talking ourselves. And that, uh, I think, is the most basic of the being hard on yourself is if we just re remove the negative self-talk, a lot of these other ones will fall right in place. Number five, we see our past as lessons and not, again, failures. So seeing our past as is just a, a, a lesson, just a stopping point in our journey 
is a big tool of not being hard on myself. I see so many people, you know, from social media to just people that I know that are just like, man, I wish I wouldn't have did this. Man, if I only did this back in the day. You can't go back. You know, we don't we don't have time machines yet. We, we haven't invented those. And if we, even if we could, you wouldn't be the same person if you went back in time and altered that. So we have to take it as this was somewhere we needed to go to be who we are today. And we learn from it. We know not to do it again. So that's how we have to take those past situations um, and not judge ourselves, not be hard on ourselves. Whether you got locked up when you were 18 and you had to serve some time, um, you know, and you, you, you were dealing drugs, whether you were in a gang and you harmed someone, whether, you know, you were addicted to a substance and it took some years of your life. You know, whether, whether it was a parent that, you know, you wish you could have said bye to and you were mad or angry at them at the time, we can't get those things back. But what we can do is show appreciation and gratitude for what it taught us, that lesson. We, we, we can stop dwelling on the negative and stop giving ourselves that negative self-talk again and then start going deeper and seeing like, hey, what did I learn from this situation? How would I improve myself? What do I want to do? What do, what do I want myself to look like because of this situation? How can I better myself because of my past? I had to do this a lot, you know. I had a, a, a very, you know, rough high school. You know, I went to three different high schools, graduated from a alternative school. And, you know, I used to dwell on that all the time. I didn't get to go to my own prom. I didn't play um, football for, you know, the, the last two years, really, of my, my high school career. I was very... I was very good at football, in my opinion. I, I loved playing, and, you know, I squandered it by, by being a knucklehead. And I often go back to that, and I'd be like, yo, if I just did things different, or if I just went to this high school instead of that high school, I wouldn't have been the man I am today. You don't know what could have happened. If you would have went down a different road, you might not have even been here. You know, I always look at that, um, I always think about the grandfather paradox. And it's a, a saying or a theory that if you went back in time and killed your grandfather, you wouldn't exist. But you can even flip it on his head. If you went back in time and you altered just one thing, say if you went back in time and you took the watch off of your grandfather that he had the night that he met your grandmother, she might have not liked him and then you might not exist because that watch was the difference. So it would be small things in the scheme of time that we don't understand and have no concept over, but we have to understand that the past is the past and it shaped us into who we are today. We gotta start seeing life as a journey um, and, 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 and not as this, this linear path that, hey, once we get here, we finish and it's like a race. No, it, it's not about the destination. You know, those who succeed in life know that life is a journey and every mark on this is like, you know, when you go to a gift shop and you learn something about this place that you've never been, that's how life is. We have to start seeing it like a road. And the maps are the, the places that we visited. We have to go through that to learn things. And, and forgiveness of self is one big thing, too. You know, a part of that. You know, a part of forgiving your past and, and not just dwelling on it is forgiving yourself, you know for the mistakes and things you made. Like I had to forgive myself and heal from a lot of things that were, you know, that, that I did back then that I wouldn't do now. But that's the only way we can grow. That's the only way we can move on forward. So 
Today I wanted to ask you two questions based on this, me heart, on yourself. So the first question is what area can you start working on stop being hard on yourself? So what areas do you need to stop that? What areas are, is it at work that you're, you're really hard on yourself? You, you have deadlines and you're not meeting it. Is it as a parent, you're not doing what you need to do? Is it with your fitness? What area can you step back and not be so hard on yourself and give yourself that grace? And the other question I would ask is, what would you tell yourself if you were your best friend and you were being hard on yourself? So if you were your best friend and then you knew how hard you were to yourself, what type of things would you tell yourself? For me, for example, if I was my best friend, I would tell myself, yo, James, it's all going to work out. Don't worry about what happened before or these last months or these years. It was to make you to who you are today. You're going to be okay. You're strong. You look good. You know, you got a lot going for yourself. I would tell myself that as my own friend. So let's take a step back and see what we would tell ourselves if we were our best friends. So to go over the five things we need to do today to start being hard on ourselves is learn to fail. Stop comparing ourselves to others. Start accepting our weaknesses. Stop with the negative self-talk. And start seeing our past as lessons. Yo, I'm James, and this is the B Podcast. Man, I appreciate everybody who listened in today. Give me feedback. Follow my page, underscore B, underscore podcast. Follow me on IG, King James underscore two, underscore you. Yeah, I like the underscores. Y'all can talk to me. But um, give me feedback. Let me know what you think, man. I appreciate y'all. Have a good one.